You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It's Anthony and Jacqueline, and we are back talking more NXT on the WWE Network. Uh, so, kind of almost back to normal. Uh, this, Ish. Yeah, it's not a hangover episode, but this is an episode of NXT they did film before TakeOver. Uh, yes. And you know what? I actually have a couple... One, it's some, some sometimes it was pretty uh, overt that this was beforehand, uh, and they were smart about the way they presented some things. But there's some other things that I have some questions about. Hmm. I have one big lingering mystery question that I'm going to bring up when we get to it. But oh, I'm excited about that. I will say I think Nigel McGuinness did a really good job of keeping things vague during his announcing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I presume they recorded this. Maybe they recorded it before. Like, did they? They didn't really talk about takeover that much. They didn't. Did they? But he said, but like he said, oh, CNET takeover or something like that. Like, yeah. he kept it really vague. It was quite a was battle. Saying? Yeah. <laughs> and the winner was victorious. Basically, yeah, yes. Uh, These superstars had a good showing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, okay, no, Nigel. Spe- no specifics. Uh, so in the UK. I think this was the end of the Glasgow taping, so I think they're done in Scotland now. Boo. Uh, and, well, it depends on how it is, but mm. I may be longing for the days of Scotland and the crowd here, because they were a pretty decent crowd. And I do believe they have been filming TV at the Download Festival. So, Yes. Uh, I don't know what the Download Festival is. Yeah, so... But... I mean, it was Zach a, Gibson was also not happy about it. Yeah, well, it was essentially con- uh, it was essentially covered in Zach Gibson's promo, uh, <laughs> mud, sweaty, gross people, Slipknot, uh, and so and other bands what of that is nature. Woodstock '99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went to Woodstock. Okay. They went to like a small Woodstock '99 in England. <laughs> yes. Okay. And preferably without the gigantic fires and looting. Uh, yeah, also, yeah. I would hope, but. Uh, well, this show wrapped up with, uh, uh, Jazzy Gabbard and Ginny defeating Zaya Brookside and Isla Dawn in a match that was okay. Uh, it's not super. Uh, yeah. Ilya Dragunov defeated Joseph Connors. Uh, Dragunov looked a little bit better in this match than his previous match, but I'm still kind of waiting for him to get in there with somebody who's really good. Because uh, I think mm. I think he can show off a little bit more, but I like his character. He's kind of he's not a big guy, but he's playing like mad Russian. Mm. He's like an insane Russian man. Uh, okay. So, eh, like he comes out to this like grandiose Russian music, and he gets on the ropes, and he's like conducting the audience. Uh, is, is he actually Russian? He is in fact Russian. Yes. Okay. Uh, sure. 
and he's got crazy, uh, he has crazy, I don't know, like contact lens eyeball thingies in to make his eyes look all weird. And on top of that, he already has great facial expressions. So he looks absolutely insane. Uh, so I, I, I'm sure he'll be good, but he hasn't really been in there with somebody who's been really, really good. Uh, hmm. th- there was a weird Tony Storm promo uh, where she's being interviewed about uh, Kaylee Ray. She refer she does not refer to her championship as the NXT UK Women's Championship. She just calls it the quote shiny shiny. That's all she refers to her belt. Who at. says that? Tony Storm. She keeps calling yeah. her belt the shiny shiny. Uh, and then oh, at the end of her Lord. promo, she like cackles uproariously, like she made herself laugh, or she realized how ridiculous everything she just said was, and they just kept it in. Is uh, is she ill? Like... I don't know. It was a weird promo, though. Uh, and then they had a graphic announcing that next week will be a women's battle royal uh, featuring all of the women from the NXT UK brand, uh, minus Tony Storm, and the winner will face Storm for the Women's Championship, presumably at the TakeOver Cardiff show. Hmm. Yep. That could be fun. Uh, yeah, there was some... Pro- there was a- The Hunt had a promo where they burst out of a locker room just making animal noises. Yes. And it was announced that they will be taking on Gallus next week. <laughs> they okay. literally just came out and screamed and grunted and then almost killed a cameraman. Uh, main event was Imperium against British Strong Style. And uh, this was indeed the match where uh, Alexander Wolfe made his return to WWE branded television, but this time in the NXT UK brand, joining Imperium. Uh, and it was a pretty darn good match. I bet. Uh, they did not I go... I don't think they went... I don't think they went all out for this match because it was a setup for an angle type thing, but mm. uh, they did have a really good match and a, a really good way to, to end things with... Uh, That's good. Imperium getting the the victory Wh- with the help of their new friend. Where is Wolf from? Is he from? Uh, Wolf is from Germany, just like well, Walter is technically not from Germany; Austria. he's from Austria. But uh, Bartel is Tell. also from Germany, I believe. So you got two Germans, an Austrian, and an Italian. Italian. Yes, hanging out together. Yep, I just need that Japanese guy, Jacqueline. I'm telling you, to make your dream come true. <laughs> They should be called the Axis Powers. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can do a, a World War II uh, storyline here in 2019. We're basically going to be there again. History repeats itself. Blah blah blah. You know, look how well Captain America did. You really need to flip. <laughs> actually, what you got to do is flip it if you really want to be subversive. You want to flip it on your on, on its head and make them okay. the good guy because like Germany and Ooh. Italy and like Japan, these are all like nice countries. You know, America, like we're the we're a country with problems. Like, um, the Americans should be the bad guys, hmm. and they should go over to NXT UK. UK, yeah. Mm-hmm. I see where you're going with this, and I like it. They can talk about making wrestling great again. They, Aww, they can, too soon. They can build walls around all of Europe. Oh, my stomach hurts. Just, but <laughs> but you're right. Sadly, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> yes, there are endless possibilities. Um, before we talk about NXT proper this week, uh, let's, let's do this now. Let's thank ThinkGeek for sponsoring the show. CinemaGeekly.com slash ThinkGeek. Uh, head on over there. Pick yourself up some geeky collectibles or, and or apparel. 
you'll you'll be doing everyone a favor, yourself included, uh, by mm-hmm. going to cinemageekly.com slash thinking or using the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Uh, all right. It's episode 511 of NXT wow. proper. It does feel like we're climbing. It. Yeah, it took us forever to get out of the 400s, but now that we hit 500, it does feel like we are moving through 500. Yeah, we're going to be at 550 before you know it, guys. Oh, yeah. Blink, mm-hmm. blink and you'll miss it, everyone. Uh, this episode of NXT takes place from Bel Air, Maryland, a place I did not know existed until Same. just now. I still forget it existed, but... Mm-hmm. So... Um, Apparently they love wrestling. I watched this show with headphones on, on my computer, and mm-hmm. I thought the crowd actually sounded pretty good. I went and yeah. listened to some reviews of this show, and people were talking about how silent the crowd was for this show. Uh, I'm wondering it if wasn't, it... it wasn't as amped up as you, like, as, like, a, a good full-sale crowd. Mm-hmm. Um... But it definitely wasn't the worst. No. I, I thought this sounded pretty good. I was wondering if it was like a down to like a sound mixing thing or because I had headphones on it was I was hearing it more clearly and directly, but That's entirely possible, yes. I thought this crowd was relatively good throughout this uh throughout this three match show. Uh so we start off with Io Shirai and Candice LeRae against Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir and uh, I was happy to see that Jessamine and Marina now have their own separate music. They're not coming yes, out to Shayna's theme. It is weird music. Yeah. But it is their own. Yeah. I liked it once the lyrics started, but up until then, it was noise. Kind of reminded me of like the Gallus theme song. It kind of slow hmm. and trotting a little bit, but... Applauding. Yeah, no, I dug it. It's definitely different. Mm-hmm. And I respect that, but... Uh, uh, I thought Marina and Jessamine looked much improved in this match from the last time I saw them on television. I agree. They really did. And I don't know whether it's because Candace and EO like helped, but yeah. whatever it is, they're they're go headed in the right direction. I imagine I imagined it was it's partially who they're working with, but I think that they've mm-hmm. also it's because of that too that they've gotten better. Uh they don't look quite yeah. as as unsure of themselves in there. Uh, right. And as a result, I feel like this worked pretty good. Shayna stayed on the ramp the whole time. She kept her Just distance from Io Shirai. Staring which, them all down. Which feels like a, a, a kind of a good on-purpose thing, given Io's weird attack on Shayna after their takeover match. So it kind of works I to agree. the benefit here that Shayna is staying away from ringside, but still out there. Yeah. Visible. Yeah. Uh, so the match is going uh, going on A-OK, and then Shirai gets Jessamine down on the mat and preps her arm, much like how Shayna does to her opponents, including EO's friend, Kyrie Sane, who she took out of NXT. And yes. based off of everything that I've been reading lately off of regular television as well anywhere else, because apparently she isn't on, hasn't been on TV for a month. But, what? That means Asuka hasn't either. I yeah. don't know. I just saw an article the other day that says that Asuka start. and Kyrie haven't been on TV for a month. And I'm like, I, well, I, there you go. I like, need to zen before we move on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shayna's response to this was tremendous. At first, she is enraged at Io Shirai. 
She's like, don't you mm-hmm. dare. Like, both a combination of don't you dare hurt my friend and also how dare you do my thing. Yes. But then that uh, EO steps on Jessamine's arm and then Shayna covers her face in horror. She cannot believe what's <laughs> happened, even though she does this to people regularly. But yeah. she's received her comeuppance here. Uh, Shayna gets mad. She charges down to the ring. Uh, EO does her moonsault uh, from the top rope to the outside onto Shayna. Lorray then leaps through the ropes with a suicida onto uh, Jessamine and Marina. And then a big brawl erupts at ringside with EO and Shayna and Candice fighting Jessamine and Marina at the same time. And this is a wild brawl and the crowd is chanting to let them fight. Uh, Yes. They then announced that uh, later in the show that Shayna will be putting her championship on the line one more time against Io Shirai in two weeks on NXT in a cage match. So, yes, uh, I still mm-hmm. don't know why Shayna would be putting her title on the line here. It does. The cage match makes sense uh, because of all of this. Outside no one in, no one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why Shanna would put the title on the line, eh, I, don't I don't really know. know. That seems unless, weird. Unless they're calling her up. Maybe. I would like for them to... Like, those are little things for me. Like, championships are really important. Yeah. They should be really important. And there should be reasons given as to why somebody is getting a title match. So this was sort of just like, she's getting a match, everybody. I'm guessing it's... It almost felt like a premature announcement. Like, I feel like... We have to get through next week's episode to understand mm-hmm. why, right? Like, Shayna's um, mad that EO did that thing to her friend. Yeah. And also... she wants to get her hands on her, and if that means putting yeah. her title on the line to get EO to do it, she'll and she put will. it... Yeah, and it'll be EO's plan to, to do this to get Shayna to give her another title match. That would make sense. That's, that's possible, yeah. Um, and we just justified it. But... Yeah, I did what I what I really liked about this match is that um at the end um Shayna and EO just like went into the crowd like brawling which you don't usually see with a lot of like women's matches. Mm-hmm. You see it with a lot of the men's matches though. So I feel like NXT is really trying to elevate um the women there and like or at least make them equal yeah. in in that regard and so I dig it. And I think it all started with um, the kendo stick attacks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, they're just tough as nails, and I respect the crap out of them. Yeah. Um, but I like this match, and I really like EO and Candace together. Uh, I'm going to open up the grapple app here. Jacqueline, what yeah. would you give this tag team contest? <sighs> um, so... I agree. Jessamine and Marina showed marked improvement. I thought Shayna's acting has also gotten much, gotten much approved, mm-hmm. uh, improved, not approved. Um, I'd go with like a three seven five. Wow! So you were you were much higher on this than I was. I was I was high on this match, yeah. but I gave it like two and three quarters, so like almost what? a three. Yeah. Okay. And the uh, the grapple app users have it as a at an average of 2.6 no you guys you guys are we're watching different shows (laughs) you're a little you're a little low apparently um there was uh highlights of velveteen dream and tyler breeze which led to a cell phone 
promo by Velveteen Dream. To be honest with you, though, I don't remember anything from it. Do you remember anything from the promo? I no. Don't. No. This episode, to me, just wasn't all that memorable. Yeah. Including. The, this, like, that wasn't meant to be a memorable promo. They're just like, hey, I... It's like they threw a bunch of stuff together. Yes. I hate to say it. Sorry, guys. Uh... A new video uh, featuring Damien Priest displayed uh, his persona. Uh, he's uh, riding around in limos, partying with women. Uh, he's like a weird Prince of Darkness mixed with Ric Flair. I don't know exactly how to describe what this yeah, is just, exactly. Uh, this name change is just like the worst. His name was Punishment. <laughs> right. It's all in the name. I mean, Damien, I get it. Is you isn't that usually like a devil? Yeah, it's like a or so. Yeah, side nickname. So he's he's like a devil holy man. I, Priest, I get it. Yeah. Like that's like, very nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, he's gonna be like the yin and yang again. Like nineteen ninety eight. You're like a you're like a thirteen year old kid who just got into wrestling, and you're listening to Marilyn Manson, and you want to think of a cool wrestling name for yourself, and you're like Damien you're like, Priest. Damien. Because those things yeah. don't go together. It's like yeah, calling it's... yourself Satan Jesus. Like, it's just, they're <laughs> so edgy. Oh, it's just not... <laughs> I don't know. Uh... I hope he could deliver, I guess, with his wrestling. They're doing mm -hmm. a lot of build-up towards him. I hope, you know, he was pretty good the yeah. last few times, but who knows. Um, so up next was Drew Gulak and uh, Kushida in a submission match. So this started with grappling. These men grappled on the ground. Uh, lots of wrestling and stuff. Uh, uh, you know, there was some there was some hard hitting and stuff uh, as well. You kind of got to do that in these types of matches. You're you're wearing down your opponent to get uh, submissions and such. Uh, Gulak. I don't think Gulak ever actually went for his submission. I think he finisher. Yeah, oh. I think he tried for it maybe a couple of times. Maybe. But uh, there was a couple of clunky moments as well. But overall, I feel like it went pretty well. This crowd wasn't... This was the match that the crowd was least into. Like, they were excited to see Kushida. And uh, they liked the opening bit. But then it kind of, like, valleyed for a while. And the crowd wasn't yeah. into it. But yeah, they, they kind of got him back near the end. I enjoyed this match more than the crowd did. Uh, Kushida ended up getting Gulak in the hoverboard lock. And uh, Gulak submitted, and then he reluctantly, respectfully shook Kushida's hand uh, after Kushida defeated him. Like a man with a submission. It was, it was a show of respect. I also did not... This, these submission, submission matches, I don't like... They're, they're... I guess they're not like high action matches. No, they're more technical, ground-based yeah. um, stuff. I, which I get, yeah. but this just went on. This seemed to go on forever. Mm -hmm. For me, anyway. Yeah, and I, there, are, there are people who... I mean, it really depends, because everything is like a flavor of ice cream type thing, where some people will like some, some people will not like some, but mm -hmm. I, think, I think there are guys out there like uh, a Zack Sabre Jr., who is a submission technical guy, but he does so many wacky holds and counters out of moves very quickly into holds that yeah. I think are entertaining to watch. Um, 
like I, th- I think you said a while back you watched one of the NXT UK matches and they did maybe it was Gallagher and Ono where they were doing a lot of British wrestling where there's yes real there's really like fancy counters or escapes and things like that and yeah Gulak Kushida can do that and I think Gulak can probably do that too but they wrestled they did more of, not they wrestled more of what I would describe as a traditional Drew Gulak type match here which. Sometimes yeah. works and sometimes doesn't. And I liked it more than most, I think, but I wasn't in love with it. Yeah, this this was just boring to watch to me. Mm. Also, what is Gulak? Like, he, I know he's on 205 Live and yes. like they don't get as much play, but why is he here now? Like, what is, what is this buildup that's happening? I feel like uh, they, because they've done this with Gulak before. God, who did they bring Exactly. In? Who did they bring in? Wasn't it Matt Riddle? It was Riddle, yes. Um, so they're bringing in guys that they... They're bringing in Gulak to face guys who they think Gulak will have good chemistry with. Like, And he did with Riddle. I actually liked his matches with Riddle more. That was uh, much better, yes. And in theory, he would have good matches with Kushida. And I still think this match was a good... Once we get to the score, you'll realize that I thought this match was pretty good. But, uh, like, I think uh, Kushida is actually better served when he's wrestling a more cruiserweight style guy, Kushida himself is not a huge high flyer, but right. all of his best matches have been with guys who are high flyers, I think. But That makes sense, but Gulak isn't a high flyer, and he no, hasn't really he faced one yet. Yeah. Like, I want to see, has Kushida gone up against Mendoza yet? Like, No, that would be a where's great that match. match. Yeah, that, that would be a really good match uh, if they bring back... Oh my god, I can't believe I've forgotten his name already. Uh, Mendoza's partner. He's disappeared. Carrillo? Yes, Umberto Carrillo. That would be excellent. Uh, that would be excellent. Kushida and Ricochet would have been fantastic, but... Yeah, uh, it just... I don't know. This match just didn't work for me. I, maybe maybe it's Gulak. Maybe it's his style. It just mm-hmm. doesn't... I don't yeah. know. It's just not... To me, it's just not enjoyable. There were a few cool things in here, and I don't remember exactly what they were, but it's mostly like Kushida-led. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I don't know. It didn't really stand out much. Okay, so what would you give Gulak and Kushida? Oh, I'm going to go low. This was about a two for me. Okay. Two and a half, maybe? So me and Grapple are almost right on the same page here. I went three and a half, and they gave it 3.49. So they're like right on the same page with wow. the Grapple app. Uh, okay. I mean, but it is, you know, it's not for everybody. That's for sure. No, it's a very specific style. Yeah. Uh, Born and Bougie. They're back at Full Sail, and they're talking to Mia Yim. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're really upset that Mia thinks that she's next in line for the title shot. So they shamed her. Uh, she's a lower. But uh, they don't want her to be a lower forever. They they don't want to wrestle trash, so they want her to get better uh, and Vanessa Bourne has bought her several books, like the Fashion Bible, or uh, an English 101 book, or a Grammar for Dummies book. And they note, uh, if you've read her Twitter, you would know that she would need uh, the Grammar <laughs> for Dummies book. So they oh my God. threw shade at her Twitter account. Uh, but yeah, they said they, they want her to get better because they don't want to step into the ring with trash. They refuse, Jacqueline. I don't know if they're in a position to refuse ring time, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'd be, look, all, all the time you want to give me. Cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
it was funny, I guess, but I didn't love this. Yeah. It was alright. It was a little cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer when they're, um... Because Mia Yim, to me, like, isn't a bad person. Right. So, like, attacking her to me is just, like... I don't know, like, why would you attack, like, kittens? I like puppies better, but uh, but kittens are cute, too. Sure. Why would you go after them? You know? I don't know. Uh, they, uh, they showed highlights of Mansoor winning the Battle Royal in Saudi Arabia. Uh, they put him over as a big superstar. Eh, <laughs> let's move on. Mm-hmm. Uh they plugged Adam Cole appearing uh, next week in his first appearance as the new NXT champion. Where he leaves, what's its face? Undisputed Era? Era, yes. This is the this is his next chance, Jacqueline, to leave for good. I'm hoping. I okay. So, full disclosure: I've read some spoilers. I have not read any spoilers about Undisputed Era breaking up. This is purely gut instinct here. Hopefully, it'll be a backstage segment, which usually do not make it into the spoilers. So, yeah, and then there's going to be like a brawl and then a fight. I don't know. It's going to be funny. Uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch, aka the Brit Am Brawlers, which apparently is their their tag team name. I dig it. Uh, they had a match with Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong of the Undisputed Era. And here's where the the magical mystery comes into play. Right. So, number one, good planning here. Adam Cole, for some reason, does not come out with him. Well, we know the reason. The reason is he's going to win the championship at TakeOver the next night or two nights later, or when, however far it was from when they taped this show. So if he came out without the championship, that would be some sort of weird dead giveaway that this was a taped episode. And if he came out with the championship, people would be confused because when they filmed this, he, had he was not the won. champion. So unless they did they they didn't tape it after. No, this was definitely sure this was definitely taped before, which is why okay. I am very confused. I, I I don't know what. So after the ladder match with uh, with Undisputed Era. They come out at the end of the show at TakeOver 25 when Adam Cole wins the championship and Bobby Fish's arm is in a sling. Yes, even though Kyle O'Reilly was the one... Who got way worse. He got it way worse. So people are like, what's up with Bobby Fish's arm? He must have gotten hurt somehow. And people were inquiring about it. Reports were saying like, it was just a precautionary measure. It's nothing serious. And he comes out on this show with his arm in a sling. Mm-hmm. So he mu- he probably shouldn't have been wrestling, like, period. So <laughs> I was like, no, no, I got this, guys. So I don't know if he was hurt going into the show and wrestled a little hurt. Or mm-hmm. if this was just something they decided to do to explain why it's Roddy instead of Fish in this match. Like, oh, well, you're going to get hurt. Like, we're going to do a story bit where you get hurt at TakeOver and your arm's in a sling. So you can't no. team with Kyle tonight, so we're going to put your arm in a sling to make it all continuity and whatnot. That seems too convoluted. I it would does. think that he was injured beforehand. And maybe worked maybe worked hurt a little bit. Yeah, or maybe like as a precaution, they're like, don't wrestle mm-hmm. tonight so you could be okay for TakeOver. Well, this did Bobby Fish no favors because these two teams got in here and I was reminded of just how much better of a yes. team Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong is. 
They are. Since Bobby Fish has been back, I don't know if it just hasn't been as they haven't meshed as well. And I think it's because Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly just do such a good job together. It's it's actually really crazy how much better. And I think Fish and O'Reilly are a good team. And at times yeah. they can be very good. But Kyle and Roddy is just so much better as a team. It's crazy. Uh, I have a theory. Mm. I think Roderick Strong is the better wrestler than Bobby Fish. Well, I don't. Actually, that's not a bad no, theory. Because it's, just, it's, it's yep. true, I think. It's pretty but. true, yeah. I don't think Bobby Fish could. Like, like Roderick Strong they have on in these single matches. I don't think Bobby Fish mm-hmm. could do a, like a stand as strong in a singles match. Yeah. Uh, also, he keeps getting hurt. So, crowd was going Sorry. crazy for this. Both of these teams were working super hard. Uh, they were doing this match like it was a takeover match. Like they were not, they were not taking the night off here. These guys were slugging oh. it out, doing big moves back and forth to each other. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know what to make of this ending. I mean, I know what to make of this ending because I saw takeover. It kind of makes a little sense, a little bit. Can only yeah. imagine what was going through these fans' minds when they were watching this okay. before takeover occurred. Uh, but. Uh, so Kyle O'Reilly gets a, a brain buster for a two count and, uh, on Birch when Lorcan jumps in to make the save and then everything breaks down into a big brawl. And then Jackson Riker appears on the stage and beats up a bunch of officials, like choke slamming referees and stuff on the ground. And this distracts O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. So the bad guy distracted another bad guy. Well, yeah, he looks like he looked like he was about to kill someone. Now, it does sort of make sense in the context of Takeover Twenty Five. All of these guys beat up on Riker, yes, because he went and beat up on all of them, and then they beat him up. So, it does make sense in that context. Imagine these people who have not seen Takeover Twenty Five yet, because it hasn't occurred yet, wondering what the hell is happening. Uh, mm-hmm. Birch rolls. Well, the up- Forgotten Sons didn't rain down an unholy hell on these teams. So, yeah. Uh, and this match had a finish. Birch rolled up Kyle O'Reilly, who was distracted, and got the win. So the Brit Am Brawlers pick up a big win over Undisputed yeah. Era. I was really surprised, but also really happy about that ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what what did you think? I I'm I don't want to see them go back to O'Reilly and Fish. Honestly, like this just re reminded me. Of how good these two guys are. Oh my I feel god. Like they are really good together. I just feel like Bobby Fish is always hurt. Yeah. Like, so is it time for him to like maybe take a step back? I don't know. Not maybe maybe. I'm not I'm not sure, but uh he has been getting hurt uh on and off. Uh yes. since since coming to WWE. So there is that. Uh I, I just don't know. It's these guys. It's something about those two guys. They just, they the just, chem, the chemistry, their amazing. styles gel. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Lorgan and Birch, I just love them. Mm-hmm. I don't, they have their, um, their energy is just so wonderful. Um, but Kyle O'Reilly's facial expressions, my God, he's the best. <laughs> he's so like his surprised faces. Good lord. He's got such a weird cartoon face, yeah, when it comes to this sort of thing. He does. And you, like, I believe his shocked face 
every time. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, like, no one makes shocked faces like this in real life. But for some no. reason, when he does it, you believe he's literally that sh- that surprised by something. Yeah, because you're like, why would Jackson Riker be walking towards you? Yeah, I don't know. He's very stunned. He is. So, um, but I thought this match was good. I thought, th- yeah, I thought this was the match of the show. Uh, I, I, and I was, um, I didn't realize that they had taped it beforehand. I guess I probably should have, but I was really waiting for someone to come out and now it makes sense why, like, none of the other tag teams came out, so. In your head, though, Jacqueline, Adam Cole Mm -hmm. wasn't here because he was too busy celebrating his NXT championship win and the other guys are going to feel slighted by this and that's a reason for him to turn on him. Absolutely. Where was he to help save the day when yeah. Jackson Riker came out? Bobby can't clearly can't do it. You know, probably. You know what? Probably off doing a make a wish. Uh, that's that's what I'd say. Aww. He's doing a make a wish for uh, a kid in need, and do, uh, Undisputed Era are gonna wo- Undisputed Era Aww. are gonna take uh, they're gonna take umbrage with this. Yeah, and this is where he becomes the good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the storyline, folks. We just wrote it. We just wrote it. Yep. <laughs> just carve that into uh, cement. Yes. Now. But it was okay. Mm-hmm. So what would you give it? Uh, three. Three okay. and a quarter. I yeah, I went. I almost went. I almost went to full four. I went three and three quarters, which was actually above Grapple. Grapple okay. gave it three point five. Okay. Uh, on average, so I was like a little bit above. I think I would have liked it even more had they not done the the weird Jackson Riker thing at the end, but everyone would like it more. <laughs> yeah. But every now and again, you got to do something like that. So I, I understand. I'm not holding it against them. Usually they, they do a pretty good job with that. Yeah. But does this, does this win mean you think that Lorcan and Birch are going to be like next in line for a title shot? I mean, that would make sense to me. Yeah. Uh, I okay. think uh, they beat the former two time champions pretty long reigns at that right uh, i mean it was under questionable circumstances uh you could say but, but not caused by them no. and also the, un- the forgotten sons had the bigger beef with lorkin and birch so the fact that they were unfazed yes shows that they are ready yeah their for head- their title shot their heads in the game and undisputed era mm-hmm. their heads are in the clouds they don't know where they're going <laughs> nope. uh so yeah i i thought overall this was a pretty decent episode better than i thought it was going to be for sure i thought this was going to yeah. be way more of a throwaway episode but i enjoyed all of the matches on this show i don't think there's yeah. anything bad on this episode the, the second match for me but um mm-hmm. what was good what was different about this episode than most of the other like post takeover ones is that they had like re- like big names on this one yes i feel like usually you get like weird matches mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um oh, so yes. that was fun yeah no this worked out well i'd say mm-hmm. uh okay so that's a wrap for this week's episode head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show and of course you can find us on apple Podcasts, google play spotify and uh, Stitcher, just search for What Comes NXT and hit subscribe. And uh, that way you can join us next time we talk about more NXT on the WWE Network. We actually have, uh, I don't think there's been match announced for this week's episode. but Ooh, I have no idea. We do know that it will be the first appearance 
of Adam Colbebe as NXT champion uh, at Full Sail University. So we'll see how that goes uh, the next time we join you for uh, what comes next. 